Welcome to the Bare Naked ABCs, where we discuss every single Bare Naked Lady song from 7 to Y. And tonight we are discussing a song that, well, I, I mean, we Aaron and I just went and saw yeah, Clerks 3 last night. And I guess the only way to kind of describe it was that after, the, after Clerks 2, Dante's person that he was supposed to marry he didn't end up marrying because well she just turned away from him i don't know if i would and and i'm not going to express the the situation that ha- caused that to happen but you just ruined um, it man yeah I, i've never been to one of those um, <laughs> spoiler alert man no spoilers <laughs> it's only been out for like what i'm not 14, sure I would 15 pull. years are they better than <laughs> well <laughs> I'll watch it in in all in good time, so don't worry about it. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, if you get to Finger the theater guns. next week, I'll be able to say she's oh. on time. Hey. <laughs> Fun time. She's on time. Yeah, she's on time. I can't help but bop it around to that song. I know, right? <laughs> but we're not talking about that song this week. Yeah. This week, <laughs> I have with me... Aaron, Stefan, Heidi, and Betsy. We have a full crew this week. We got the perfect Oh, yeah. Represent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's good to see everybody in one place. This is amazing. Hey. I don't think we've had a a five-person episode for quite some time. We got the band back together. Yeah. Yeah, man. the Blues Brothers theme. Where's Jeff? Yeah, well, Jeff thinks he's too good for us. (laughs) (laughs) He's going on tour, isn't he? He's going to uh, I claim cabin. Nobody's dog is barking. You know, I would I would invite Jeff to join us, but he just turned away from us. Oh, uh, what's wrong, Jeff? <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> and we are all here to discuss the song. She turned away. That nobody knows. No, oh, nobody trouble us. Nobody knows the trouble I see. She's a bitch. And yeah, so nobody knows this song because it wasn't on an album per se. Um, It was only available if you pre-ordered this album on iTunes. Like a B-side. And they gave it to you for for free for ordering it on iTunes ahead of time. It's DLC for the album in Gamer Talk. But what album, Aaron? (laughs) Okay, uh, my guess is All in Good Time. I know that album has a significant portion of songs written by Kevin. And at first... I thought this was a Kevin song, but the vocals I was listening and I thought, okay, they're obviously not Steve or Ed, but they didn't quite sound like Kevin either. So this must be a Jim song. Absolutely correct. It is a hey, Jim song nice. and it is all in good time. Okay. Yeah. Two for two. Nice job. Yeah, like back the Sherlock on, Holmes of it. B&L. Okay. Update, <laughs> uh, update your, uh, your boards, oh. everyone. Nope. It's yeah, been okay. so many weeks since Aaron's been wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you hand the cash yeah, over. Kind of like the uh, uh, job right? incident board, right? There's, you know, is there is there a pool? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, we've gone this many weeks without Aaron getting the album wrong. 
I think I got it wrong last time. So <laughs> that's okay. We haven't gotten to the to the breakdown okay. of the music yet. So don't <laughs> flip those boards yet. That was yeah. This one's it's an interesting one. <laughs> um. So yes, this is from All in Good Time. Well, it was supposed to be from All in Good Time. Um, and we'll see whether we think it belonged on the album or not. But if you have never heard this song before because it is so hard to find, here is a quick snippet. The sound is all words became thin. Who could she call? She turned in. So you're saying that this song is like all in good prepayment <laughs> time. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, supposedly they were going to release this uh, after like a period of time after a given period of time they were going to release it to the audiences to buy like through itunes and stuff later to this date 2022 they have <laughs> not 2022 yeah i, I caught you myself for a <laughs> <off> for a <laughs> second <laughs> 2020 no. yeah, a couple years off 2022 <laughs> good william shatner impersonation um they still have not released this song the only place that you can get this if you didn't pre-order this album which i did not is either one on bnl archives or two on youtube gotcha wow that's kind of a shame actually but only a jedi can get into the archives and even now the jedi can't get into it only the sith <laughs> well, that's good. You know, they have they have special keys. <laughs> Maybe Jim is a secret Sith. I could picture that. He'd look really good in the robe. Yeah, definitely. Jim is Jar Jar. No, don't even. Oh, Jim. Oh, no. Jim Jar Binks. Oh, you just totally. Jim, Jim, <laughs> if you want to come and uh, get Tracy's address from us, come on to the show. We'll gladly give you his address. So you can, uh, you know, that's what that's, you know, that's retribution worthy. You have to defend your honor now, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Gauntlet has been thrown. <laughs> Good luck, Tracy. <laughs> yeah. Let's not say things we can't take back, everyone. Oh, man. Jim's the one that I don't <laughs> want to go up against. <laughs> yeah, ex exactly. Oops. But Tracy's address is... Uh, Beep. <laughs> Are you forgetting that I'm the one that edits this? <laughs> Technical difficulties. There was a little Spanish recording. That'd be great. Did you know that? Oh my gosh, Aaron. Holy cow. Yep. Um, so have you watched there's a documentary on Netflix about um oh my gosh, um oh what was the name of them? Uh the the um uh, no, it, the uh, the crew of studio musicians in LA, um, the Wrecking Crew. There's an no. amazing documentary. Holy 
Crapoli. Ooh, You've got to watch it. And the reason yeah. I say that is because one of the trumpet players who played on, they originally were going to call it Spanish Fly on that album. Uh, and they were like, uh, Herb, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a definitely you got to call it Spanish Flea. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's what you've got to watch that. It's brilliant. I just watched it like two days ago and it is incredible. In- Glenn Campbell. <laughs> I didn't know he was part of the Wrecking Crew. He wow. was incredible and it's like all these great musicians everybody that if you all listeners check out the wrecking crew documentary um the musicians like britney spears was she on it in the studio musicians (laughs) um in the 1960s um and how so many of them um, were on all of the great albums and nobody knew them. And now, especially after they got off from putting the musicians' names on albums, like who played the trumpet on yeah, them? Yeah, yeah. Played, you know, and these studio mus- mus- musicians in LA played everything. The Wrecking Crew was huge. That's amazing. It was like the equivalent of the same group that was the Nashville Bunch. I can't remember yeah. what they were called. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know um, what you're talking but about. But it's like, incredible. It's and almost like ghost players. Like it's, yeah, it's like ghost exactly. Writers, and some know? of these folks, like Carol, is it Carol Baker, who was the bass player? Mm, who was like familiar. the only female in the game in wow. that time. Yeah. And it, it, you have to watch I, it. I've already written it down. Like I, yeah, Wrecking you're absolutely through, right. That sounds amazing. I think it's on that sounds right up my alley. Um, it's on one of those streaming things because I came across it a few days ago and it blew my mind. I got to rewatch it again. I, so I, I, good. Yeah. When I was younger, I kind of wanted to be a session drummer for a long time. That was like one of my dreams, you know, like just get to play with all kinds of different people and stuff like that. What instrument did Kevin play? That would be really cool. It was a lot about Tommy Tedeschi. Uh, Tedesco? Tedesco? Tedesco he was a guitar player Hmm. um and he played all the stuff and it was a documentary that his son did because (laughs) of the lack of recognition of all these people sorry yeah for real no no this opened up a rabbit hole here (laughs) I love it no thank you though thank you Heidi I'll definitely check that out podcast hijacking (laughs) take me to Lebanon (laughs) well speaking of amazing musicians can you tell us, Aaron and Heidi, about this amazing musician, Jim, oh my and what he wrote for us this week? Jim, you've already dug a hole, so Tracy. Let me you. let me say what He's I <laughs> let me say what I can tell you about it, which is probably not much. Uh, and then Heidi can help bail me out here. Um, so it's exactly well. Here's the, okay. This might be a. I don't want to uh, start any holy wars here, uh, but depending on how you count this song. It's either 92 beats per minute if you're counting it in 3 4 or 276 if you're counting it in 12 8, which is how I would count it since the drums seem to be playing uh, on 4 and 10. Um, so it's, it would be 12 8 in my opinion. And 12 8 is one of my favorite time signatures that it happens. It's uh, always kind of a nice feel to it. Um, this song has this moody, pensive quality. So between that and the fact that it's in uh, an odd time signature, this song should be right up my alley. Uh, it sounds, this is kind of moody. Moody. It sounds yeah, moody. minor, but I was playing the G major scale over the bulk of it and it sounded right. However. That's a pretty major uh, assessment. There. <laughs> I'm loving the color commentary. <laughs> uh, however, it definitely either makes use of borrowed chords or otherwise just kind of plays around a bit with outside tonality. Um, the intro and verse section, the A section, whatever I call it, almost has this like circle of fifths quality to it, except it's definitely not circle of fifths. It's chromatic movement for the most part. 
Um, uh. So you start on G and you go to G flat or F sharp and then A flat or G sharp and then A and then B flat or A sharp and then A again and then A flat or G sharp and then back to G. No major or minor scale or normal mode would contain all of these. So we're definitely having a lot of movement. We're in jazz land here, I would say. Uh, the chorus by contrast. Wait, 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 is wait. wait. You're saying that we have a gym song and that, that and it's, it's very jazz influenced? I know. What are the odds? Like, incredible. <laughs> I never would have seen this coming. Shock horror. <laughs> but yeah, you can tell he's jazz trained. Like, this is, this is definitely very jazzy. Uh, the, the chorus, by contrast, is quite simple. It's just, and I, Heidi can, uh, can contradict me here, but I, I, I heard it's just jumping from G to C. So you've got one to four, more or less. And then you go back into the verse. Uh, the structure, so far as I could suss it out, was the intro, which is your A changes, which is the same as your verse one, A, verse two, A, chorus B, verse three a and then chorus b again so a a a b a b um the the vast majority of the songs carried by the bass drums and keyboards as well as the vocals of course the vocals are lush and the harmonies can be quite pretty uh i'm not sure if the vocals harmonies were made with a vocoder or if it's just an effect um but sometimes really well done really tight vocals can be so close and then when they're kind of enveloped in synth, synth pads. They can sound like they're like vocoder vocals. Uh, but this is one song that I really would love to be able to listen to the individual tracks individually for, mm. because I would like to mm. hear like just the vocal harmonies and stuff and hear how they sound by themselves. As I said, at first, I thought this was a Kevin song. And I actually think that's a pretty fair assessment. I think the fact that I thought that is reasonable, given that there's a mm. great deal of attention to the many keyboard parts in the songs, a lot of synth, a lot of keys. It's got like this very ambient sound almost mm -hmm. to it. Um, Not much bass. Well, I was going to say, no, there's quite a bit of bass. I hear the bass. Do you? I think the bass, the bass drums and the keys are what carry this song. I didn't, Ooh. you can hardly hear the staccato guitar playing in the background. Yeah. Uh, you can, certainly can't hear it nearly as well as the various synth voices and pads the, um, not that I'm complaining it's very lovely overall I think the reason the bass you're not hearing it as much Tracy it's definitely a fretless bass and uh, it's got this real oh, yeah. like soft quality to it on the attack and it almost I could you could maybe mistake it for a synth or something like that hmm. uh, but that's that's my piece so Heidi uh, I'm sure you have a much more detailed analysis on this than I do I'm, I'm very curious to hear what what you have so I also um was in the same boat as my classically trained peer um, where it was very challenging to try to analyze the chordal structure of the piece but <laughs> there's always a little friend in my pocket and i wish whoa whoa, whoa. This, is, an this is a family are we transitioning <laughs> family show. i thought we were transitioning um, to an ad here for a second so there Ooh. is <laughs> <laughs> Go shut that off, Heidi. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know it was That's on. not the ad I was oh. talking about. Without my double A's. I did write a song once. Go I had a band real. called 3BB for Three Bitchin' Babes, but then I found out there was actually a band called Four Bitchin' Babes, oh and I'm a huge fan, actually, oh, wow. of them. And um, But I wrote a song called B.O.L., called battery operated love oh <laughs> someday i will sing it for you because i Bob. personally thought it was brilliant um, but i wrote a lovely song um <laughs> i thought i needed a man someone to help me understand anyway um <clears throat> so I, I think i've never seen aaron so right in the face in my life 
<laughs> I'm just someday, to blend into someday my I shall become form. the Jeff. I, I, I will. I will rise I to it. Jeff Gardner and go hilarious. off on my own. Thank you. That's great. Um, so anyway, I found um, because again, I had an idea of the tunnel center, but then I was like, wow, I don't know. He's borrowing from it's not traditional in any way. It's so I got it nailed down to like it goes around. It starts in G like it has a G chord. It goes from a G chord to a B yeah. minor chord to E7 to A minor to C7 to F to A flat to G. But it does not sound like it's in G. Um, because in this case, you'd have a minor three, um, right. a minor two, but you'd also have a major seven, which is unusual. Um, but that's not overly unusual. But where he gets into like the chorus part, he uses a C major seven to a G to a C major seven to a G goes back and forth between those two and then back into that B minor E seven. So it's very much, I agree with you, something playing around in that circle of fourths um, for, for those of you that are non-musicians, just ignore what I just said. But what I did find and Aaron, I can take it to the next level for you. So I found this amazing app and it's called chord.ai and it's free on the google play store and the apple store um but you download it my friends and you can link you can input a youtube link and it will take that song and rip it out in chords for you either in guitar aaron oh my gosh or you can change That's the awesome. instruments to piano and it will pull up the piano chord will it bring, and bring if up the you drum pay, huh Will it bring up the drum chords? Drum well? chords. Yeah, it will. If you play steel um, drums, you can have drum chords. Get it for pro. It's only twenty bucks, and what it does for twenty oh, bucks is it'll even this. do chord inversions Ooh. and new chords, and it will transpose your recordings. That's very nice. So, so like you, you could transpose in- "Wonderful oh my God, World" dude. into <laughs> minor minor key, and you pay once. It's not a subscription. That's it's awesome. twenty bucks, and then you can use it hey. for whatever. So and it's instant. You can do precise chords or basic chords. Yeah. So it would get more precise. Get into the seventh voicings and the ninths and stuff. Yeah. So and it's I am blown away at the speed of this thing because it put took the link instantly, analyzed the chords, and then immediately it puts them into the chord diagram so you can play along and listen at the same time outstanding everybody so chord.ai people if uh, you want to sponsor throw us, us that money yeah yeah we'll throw you that big I, money because so heidi you said that you this. cheated on this one <laughs> <laughs> well, i was gonna say <laughs> I, if i would have yeah. sold was, my soul for this back in school like, and this would have made my homework so much easier. She, back no, no, no. She's using the tools no available to her. Yeah. Uh, we use calculators. Like double A's. We use Google. It's insane. Like, like I couldn't even believe it. Like, and you know what? You know what I did? I literally, because I had a meeting until 7, like 30, I downloaded it at about 7.45, had the chord analysis done in like three minutes, and so, was able to get on the chord. show. So, nice. If you're listening, please show us some battery-operated love and give us... <laughs> So, but I will say, as as Aaron and everybody has said, you can definitely tell it's Jim. It's jazz influenced. You've got a lot of really interesting, distinct chords um, that are very Jim, very Kevin inspired. So it's definitely a different. Which I'm curious as to know because I would have liked this to be on the album. Yeah, me too. Um, that everybody song. heard because it is a song that I think that is valuable um, in the lexicon of VNL, but 
only very few of our listeners will know it until this episode airs. So yeah, that's that. I didn't Granted, know about I this song. And I like this song. But again, I don't know about most of them. It's anyway. simple, um, and it's sad. It is. Yep. So hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. I, Aaron, you were saying that I had kind of like with the vocals, you didn't know if it was like synth or something. Wasn't there another song that BNL did yes. that we were stumped over? Yeah, I thought I that there was. What song yeah, was. I, w- I was thinking about that, Stefan. Actually, I was like, which song was it? I thought they were vocoder, but actually, when when we isolated them, I think we did have the isolated tracks for that, mm-hmm. and yeah. they weren't. They were just natural vocals. It was rule the world yeah. with love. If if you are so dead on with your vocals, <laughs> Tracy got it. Wow, right. nice. Yes, you're right. Exactly, that's what it was. Yeah, it was that was love. it. Thank you, Tracy. Yeah, and like, yeah, I think if the vocals are are, are Take about, Tracy. tight Take and about. clean enough, if they're like, if you know, and maybe you know, I don't want to speculate. They could have used some kind of pitch correction, like auto tune or whatever. But like, if they are clean enough and they are tight enough, then together they almost sound like vocoder vocals because they're so like precise. So that may be what's going on here. But yeah, that's they're, what we they're found great with harmonies. Another song, and we're both like, wow. <laughs> Not both. I mean, we're all like, Wah! yeah, for real though. It's crazy. Yeah. So, Aaron, you were saying that what what was the beats per minute on this song? Well, if you're counting it as a 12-8 song, which I would, um, then it's 276. Would you agree, Heidi, this is 12-8? Oh, yeah. yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, it is. It's at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Yeah, the reason it's so high, Tracy, is because you're counting eighth notes, right, instead of quarter notes. Right. So, right. <clears throat> it, that's, it's that's deceptive. It sounds like it'd be really fast, but because it's in twelve eight and it's like a swung kind of like twelve eight ballot. Yeah, you get these triplets. Yeah. So so air and so that means that Tyler was like really kind of keeping a really good beat to this. Then. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I think yeah. this is this is the rhythm section song, right? So a lot of times you would conclude, yeah, like it's very bass, drum, piano heavy. So would you say and... that Kyle, that that Tyler and and Jim were on time? Uh... Oh, oh my gosh! See, jokes like that makes her turn around. All right. You know what I? <laughs> you know what I love around. about you, Tracy? Right? 
you will politely wait. You will ask me a question solely for the purpose of setting up a, a pun. And then you will let me expound <laughs> on a topic for five minutes and then come back and close the loop and deliver the pun. I, I really appreciate yeah. your dedication to Sparkle Motion. I do that all the time at work. <laughs> Nuts. All the time. Great. That's great. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> That's just unbelievable. Betsy, you've been again. really silent while we've been yeah, sitting Betsy, here. Please, and, and, uh... please give us your perspective. I've been endlessly entertained. <laughs> oh, you've been laughing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, you want to know. <laughs> what, did you, what did you think of the song? Like, what, musically speaking, do you like it? <laughs> I like it. It's It's a little... A little melancholy, which I have to be in the right mood for. Mm. You know, it's not like the music that I'm going to, you know, clean the house to or anything. Mm. But um, the sound is old. Words became thin. Who could she call? She. Do you, I should have checked the song before I came on, but it <laughs> reminds me a little bit like the song Footprints that they did on the, the Bare Naked Holiday. Yes! I followed footprints in the snow Never knowing if I was right behind you. Okay. I couldn't remember if it was exactly the same, like, you know, feel, but that's kind of the song that it reminded me the most of. Yeah, it kind of has that feel. Uh, I can see where you're saying well, that. Well, and that, that, yeah. Is that a role? What is he using for the synth at the end? Is Kevin playing, which is gorgeous. That little bleep, 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 bleep. That's Maybe it's beautiful. A Rhodes, but it's, it's really nice. It's, it's a lot of I'm really I'm that it was a Rhodes, but I'm not sure. Maybe, um, I want to listen again. Hold on. <laughs> I would say, Betsy, I mean, while he's listening to that, it, it, they're both in G major. So, I mean, that matches up. Um, I'm going to guess, and once again, I am not a music major in, in the least. Like, I, I am making a pure guess on this, but just from listening to it and kind of in my head and going over it again, I feel like there's they're, they're not on the same um, chordal structure in terms of, like, 154 and stuff like that. I think that they're, they're, they're changing it up that way, but I think you're hearing a lot of those similarities that are kind of in there. Okay. I don't think that's yeah. a Rhodes, actually. Um, but it's definitely some kind of electronic piano. Yeah, I don't piano. think it's a Rhodes, but it is a yeah, like, it's, it's really, really nice. It's very and pretty. It sounds yeah. just like the one the the in the snow. Yeah. Singing yeah, yeah, yeah. in the snow. That that little section mm. in there is very similar. I think it's got a real like, and it's also got a little bit of like Charlie Brown to it. Well, too. okay, it's funny yeah. you mentioned that. I was just gonna say, not I, I wasn't thinking Vince Guaraldi, but definitely. It has this fusion feel to it, right? Well, that section, um, yeah. this section right here, and I don't know, like, Do you I want know, to share a video? But maybe Tracy maybe can play this little section here, or if you want well, to, yeah, me, I've got let it. Let me make I've you a co-host, and you can you can share. I have the power. <laughs> so, so footprints is that 
based off of the uh, that little poster of like footprints in the sand. That's what I was thinking. No. Oh. Well, they should, if that's the case, then they should have one like the hang in there, you know, with the cat, <laughs> with the cat hanging, the hanging in there. Yeah, <laughs> the cat well, with it. Oh, you're you're, you're still muted, Heidi. So you can you hear that little part mm -hmm. though? Yeah, yeah. And it, I don't think it's not a Celeste, but it's something it's like definitely that. Though. Yeah, synth. it's a light piano, but it's got a little bit of that. I don't know. It's just that simple. Bleep, 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 bleep. Yeah, it's got um, it's got that fusion got late seventies, early eighties fusion feel to it, like Weather Report kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing he's got listed on here is um, no, that's what they hear now. complicated mm. at the same time the only thing that he has listed for instruments in here are well for for kevin is piano synth keyboards celeste okay well and that, then yeah, it must be a celeste it's definitely a synth no no because the celeste sounds completely different hmm. but i will say this wasn't actually included on the album so it is possible that they didn't include that instrument since it was never well, officially on the I mean, on, any of like, there's any number of voices that could come from a synth. This could be yes. so. I mean, it's impossible to know. Kevin, we know you listen. Come on the show and tell us what the name of the voice was. Ooh, even more <laughs> importantly, and and this is very odd. Jim I is mean, credited. Hold on, hold on, wait a minute. This is a Celeste. Yeah, right. it's got that real twinkly really kind twinkly, of yeah. sound to it. Or cellist, um, right? Cellist. It's got a little bit of that. Jim is credited as a cellist is playing. someone who plays a cello, Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> cello, you got a. Jim base. is credited as playing the piano on this album, so I'm wondering Ooh. if it may actually oh, interesting. be him playing. The it could piano. be, yeah. Um, Andy, can you come back on the show <laughs> and give us some insights <laughs> in for the third time? Since Jim has not come on our show yet, or Jim, can you just come on our show? That'd be great. Jim, I've written every day. You don't write. You don't call. Please <laughs> oh, come no. on the show. We know you listen. And will you go to the prom with me? Going to turn into like stand for <laughs> Um, I think we're getting an idea of why. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> hey, buddy, come on. I left. I left a post-it note on your doorstep. There's a song. I left a post-it note on your doorstep, hoping you'd come on our show. I went to the old apartment. Why haven't you responded, Jim? I left a doll in the back of your car I, with a knife I, in his hand. I came in through the bathroom window. And <laughs> put a post-it note on your doorstep. Hoping you'd come on our show. I'm waiting in the bushes. <laughs> Just turn around and wave, Jim. Yeah, I'm I'm right behind you right now. <laughs> 
He came in through the bathroom window. Please don't shoot him in the ass. Beautiful. (laughs) Um, I think that Jim's voice is so soothing and relaxing in this song. It is. It is. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it is. Angelic's a good word for it. I agree. It's very sweet. However, I will say the lyrics... I've got a thought, and I have yet to be able to find out Ooh, if my thought is correct. I'm, I'm curious to compare my analysis to yours. I would be interested. Because, um, so, like, I feel like this song is o- almost a lullaby, but I don't think the lyrics lend toward that. I, I, it remi- and this sounds so sad. Interesting. But I, it reminds, it, it would be to me, um, and working with the elderly, um and volunteering Ooh, yeah. at, at elderly homes that it's like his grandmother and alzheimer's yeah, or like something losing like, i wanted to get that kind of That's story really because that is the last another brilliant documentary everybody listeners that might not have not seen it is called the live inside and it's all about the impact of music on alzheimer's patients and giving them ipods and earbuds and playing songs that bring them back to their youth and being able to play piano like they did when they were young, but they can't remember their own names. Um, But that, Mm. so piano skills and music skills are some of the last to go for many Alzheimer's patients. And there are many studies on this, but the whole lyric led me to that like i can if you put it in the idea of like your grandmother um and the sound dissolved words became thin who could she call she turned in in the front room the piano stands where the choir croons at her command and i failed to see Mm. where she gone she turned away where she gone Mm. because they go to a different place that's really interesting. the last song silence set in she had withdrawn but don't let silence win and i failed to see that's she turned, wow like i don't know no, why no, it hit me as something like that but as as someone who's been now. through that yeah. with my grandparents and my mother-in-law wow. and and knowing hmm. and working with the elderly as i have in that in music um that just spoke to me that way and i don't know if it's true but that was my story when i read that's it. fascinating so. yeah uh okay oliver Sacks. oliver Sacks wrote a story about uh, or or supposedly there, there's some there's some debate about, about the veracity of oliver Sacks's uh tales but uh, he, he wrote about a patient supposedly who i was i think it was called the last hippie it was like that he was like uh they had some kind of degenerative brain disorder or like neurological <laughs> damage and then when they played uh, certain music from their youth, they would come right back and they would be able to talk about it and they would completely change personalities. There was a, um, a film adaptation, I think it was called The Music Never Stopped that had J.K. Simmons in it, not playing an abusive band leader in this case. Um, but yeah, it's, it's actually really, yeah, I think that's fascinating. I, that, I had a much more general uh, take on the lyrics. Like, um, hold on, let's see my notes here. Yeah, so I, I said the lyrics seem to speak to regret the tone of the song fail um, uh, changes on the connecting phrase between the verse and the chorus, which is, and I failed to see. Um, that's when the tone sh- shift occurs. And I failed to see. And I wonder if um, the, the, you know, the characters singing, talking about someone leading a choir. I wonder if that's a, a metaphor for See, like... I was thinking the piano was the music that mm, comes out oh, yeah, yeah. of the choir. Oh, yeah, yeah. The choir is the music the that comes out of the piano. Yeah. 
at her yeah. command. Yeah. So that's the one thing she still can control. Mm. And he can't see it because often children or, or people, caretakers of Alzheimer's patients, are. have any of you done this? Uh, no, my, my, bro- my brother my, used my to My grandmother, work my mother-in-law, yeah. and my aunt. And I was caring with my grandmother at the very end where she was 80 years old sitting at the window waiting for her parents to pick her up from kindergarten. And it was brutal because this woman was such a big part of my life. And my mother-in-law the same way. Like she would ask when we were visiting, oh, is, is, and Noah was just little, oh, is that Billy's son? And it's like, no, that's Randy's, like she had no concept of anything anymore, but and we don't like to see that. So that whole, I failed to see that she was that far gone. Oh, she's just getting forgetful. Uh, yeah. It's just old age. Wow. You know, she's she's just getting forgetful. And we, that's we incredible. don't want yeah. to see that's it. That's a really good Because it's so brutal. So that's how I read it. That, like, sh- the everything kind of dissolved around her. And that was the one thing that she could still do. But I couldn't see yeah. that everything else was disappearing for her. The sound dissolved and words became thin. Mm. So that was for me. Okay. Like I don't know why I saw it that way. No, I think you're. I think you're onto something. I don't know. Heidi. It's just me. No, I, so I'm I, curious I, for Betsy and Stefan and Tracy because I've already co-opted enough of this <laughs> conversation. <laughs> well, Be- Betsy and Stefan, go ahead. I didn't get anything from it, but when it when they say who could she call, I immediately <laughs> thought Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, of course. Well, the words are becoming thin. They're talking you about know. ghosts, right? You can That's, see through them. No, They're thin. No. <laughs> <laughs> the sound I'm dissolved sorry, because it was of, stolen by I Ray Parker. Off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. Betsy, what did you think? I was just Googling Jim Cregan grandmother because I think mm. that's probably what it is. Um uh, I tried to, Betsy. I looked and looked, and I couldn't find any interview, any comment about it, nothing. Yeah. I um, Or mother, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> well, all I know is that he was divorced at one point, so that's for you know where my head went first. Okay. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, the only notes I wrote down is that it, it kind of felt Beatles-y, kind of sounded mm. like Footprints. Mm. Um, when it, um, the line that mentions she turned in, I thought that was like a reference to her going to bed. So maybe it was somebody who was either yeah. like depressed or kind of feeling melancholy or something like that, or, you know, just kind of down in the dumps. So I oh, and know, the music yeah. is hazy too, mm. like that haze of, yeah. of not being able to figure out what is happening so i kind of thought that was kind of hazy. it was very mm-hmm. hazy in in music <laughs> as well so i don't know yeah I, the music and the mood sort of lead you to interpret the lyrics with a kind of wistful melancholy so oh yeah my interpretation of the song is it's a, initially at least was it was about regret uh <clears throat> like maybe the narrator of the song witnessed someone they care about becoming more and more depressed and withdrawn but they didn't fully recognize the signs until too late but I really like your interpretation, Heidi. I think there's a lot of like little tiny specific things here that I think really wend well to that interpretation. And I, I tend to agree. I think it's a great take on it. Well, now that everyone and I could be loves yeah, completely Heidi. wrong. It could be about yeah. losing your lover or girlfriend or whatever, but I don't know. It spoke to me in a different I'm way. I'm going to, I mean, my, my take wasn't so far off from Heidi's. 
Um, mm. but, I, but but now that everyone loves hoodies, they're going to hate mine. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm used to it. It's fine. Um, uh, I mean, my first take on it was like that a choir teacher was kind of giving up and, and kind of, you know, I, I think with the sure problem, <laughs> the problem with all of the currently with all the song teachers. is about you, Heidi. <laughs> That's right. Jim knew. No, I'm just kidding. If any of my students or anybody, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love everything. JK, JK. Um, but I, it, it changed after a little while, and <clears throat> the part that kind of hit me, the writer in me, the the person who loves and hates to love irony. Um, it came back to what would be <clears throat> the worst thing that could happen to a choir director, to a musician, to a person. Um, <laughs> um, and to me, it was someone that was losing their hearing, someone that was going deaf and, and slowly turning inside. So the sound dissolves, the words become thin. Um, who she who could she call to about it? Ghostbusters. <laughs> Jesus, Stefan. Stefan was poised. He was like some kind of oh. large, large oh, cat, <laughs> like a jungle cat waiting to pounce on its prey. He was like, right you know, there. that's an interesting take to you, Tracy, because because Beethoven. I don't know if anybody's familiar with with Beethoven and the and Beethoven's history, but he when he went. He produced a few yeah, he great dongles, a I think. Them. Um, I don't know any, <laughs> none of them actually. Um, no, Beethoven is my total jam. He's my favorite composer. Um, and he was a jerk because, and he wrote the Heiligenstadt Testament, if Aaron recalls. It's basically a suicide letter to his brother because he knows he is losing, his hearing is going, and he didn't lose his hearing until he was in his right. 30s. But it started going in his late 20s-ish. And he had written that to his brother, basically saying, I've lost everything. If without my hearing, I am nobody. I am nothing. And it's a brutal thing <clears throat> for a musician to lose that part of yourself. Um, and so you could be right there. Like, it is very... Hey, by the way, there's, new, there's your music history lesson line. for the day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it brings a new meaning to that line, uh, and I failed to see. Not just that he failed to see failed that this was hear, happening, but it also... To see that he failed to hear. <laughs> right. Um, and then we have that, gotcha. that second last verse of the last song. Silence set in, and, and as so many people that have lost their hearing do they withdraw they they shut down they start re withdrawing from life because life is no longer the same and and many of them see it as a massive loss and and are going through the grieving process um at which point i, I love the, the next line something. which is but don't let silence win i think you're on to something tracy imagine this like you know beethoven you're losing your hearing uh blah 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 you're you think it's the end of the world blah 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 and it's like, um, oh, at least I can read sheet music and I can play a piano. That is fantastic. And the last line, I failed to see. His eyesight's going. Oh, man. That's like, <laughs> well, you should be a me. script writer. It's like, yeah, I can still Brutal. play sheet music. Oh, no, I can't say the sheet music. <laughs> Total, totally screwed. Totally. 
So that was my only interpretation. That no, I think that's interesting. I I, I don't know. Good to uh, Jim, we know you listen. Come on the show. Tell us who's right, or maybe none of us are right. <laughs> maybe yeah, exactly. a song about a dog. Or maybe he it was about and... Beethoven the dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I I still see that you know it could be about somebody. Yeah, it could be away from a relationship mm-hmm. as well. You know, and I think Jim like writes a, a lot of just the life was taken out of it. One one of Jim's strengths, and it's also a weakness in some of his other songs, in my opinion, is his generality when he's singing. Um, and, and sometimes it can be very frustrating. I think he gives enough detail and paints of enough of a picture here that it paint it gives a couple Almost of definitely. pictures yeah. that it's painting. It's very impressionistic. But at the same time, Right. And, but you can pick a picture versus like other ones if it doesn't paint enough of a picture. And so you're not quite sure what you're looking at. Um, I, I So I like it in this case. I think it works in this case. I agree. Yeah. The other thing I noticed, which is almost musical, but it's also lyrical, is so we have those harmonies that are kind of layering over each other in the in the uh, chorus. But after the during the outro that we have, which is a minute and twenty minutes or a minute and twenty seconds long, in the yeah. background, if you bump it up just enough, you can actually hear Jim quietly saying gone until it becomes a whisper and it just disappears Hmm. and i like it when he does that programmatic stuff like that kind of like the sound Uh dissolving Uh betsy Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) like jim's trying to tug at our heartstrings about time we caught on I don't know. I well, think that that's what I love fantastic. about songs like this, though, is like it could speak to me like it would have spoken to me very differently 10 years ago. Um, and it might mm-hmm. speak to me very differently in another 10 years. Like it's it's about where you are. And that's what I again, we've we've talked about this many times in, in that there's not always an answer in the songs. There's not always a definitive reason for certain lyrics. Um, but it seems to me that. Jim and Kevin especially are always pretty um, intent. What's the word I'm looking for? Intentional when it comes to their lyric writing. Um, And it's not just like some of Ed's raps that just kind of come out and, and, and things like that. I mean, Steven is very intentional too. Don't get me wrong, but there's something in there that it's, it's intentional enough to be in non-intentional. Like I know what I'm trying to say, but it means everything and nothing. Like it, it's so that it's open to interpretation, and that's that's why music is amazing. Absolutely agree with you. I think that's I mean, Mambo Number Five <laughs> means a lot to a lot of different people. Let's be let's be honest. <laughs> Fantastic. Who are we doing for ratings? Oh, is there a trouble? Oh, trouble with um, not really. I, I mean, I really, I like that the song is, I mean, it, we say melancholic, but at the same time, like it's, there's only hints and tinges of melancholy in there. 
Whereas I could play this and have it kind of soothe me to sleep or, or this week when I've been extremely stressed, like playing it in the background and it's extremely relaxing. So like, it doesn't put me into that sad place every single time I hear it. So um, I, I like that it can kind of play within all of those different areas. Mm. Sounds good. So yeah, I don't really have a trouble. I mean, it's not, it's not my f- most favorite song in the entire world, um, but I don't have any real troubles with this song. Oh. Cool. So I'm going to say, um, hmm, what could we have that would not be disrespectful? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that Um, eliminates most of the options. I'm going to go with my interpretation. Oh, man. Really paint me in a corner. I'm going to go with my interpretation. And I'm going to (laughs) say, how many hearing aids is this song? Oh, how many? I don't know. How many hearing what? aids is this song? What? Yeah, I was just gonna say. Yes, <laughs> how many hearing aids again. is this song? <laughs> Lithium-ion. How many hearing aids is this song? I'll I'll oh, keep no. playing along. This must stop. We you made <laughs> Betsy <laughs> cry. <laughs> 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 yep. No, I definitely did a little spit Thanks. <sighs> I will be the butt of people's jokes all day. <laughs> Believe me, I have enough butt to go around. That is uh, too much information. I, <laughs> this song was average for me. Uh, I, I found it quite difficult. You're being very cheeky. So why don't we go with... Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the person who I'm going to guess is the hater this week uh, based off from our discussion. And I'm going to start with him and, and hopefully we'll work our way up. Stefan, what do you think who of this song? Be? How many hearing aids <laughs> do you give this? Oh, my Lord. Uh, well, I, you know, I'll be honest with you. Blues does not resonate with me because I'm not blue. I don't really get blue. I, I don't relate. And I, I can't comprehend the music. I just can't comprehend it because I'm like, how can people, how can people be like this for more than a minute? I just have you met I me? Get it? Um, <laughs> so same thing. <laughs> have you listened yeah. to any of his music? The <laughs> <laughs> same thing applies with me in this song. It's like I'm like, oh my god, like Jesus, keep all the weapons away from me. I guess I, you know, I am just gonna. You know, it's depressing for me, but um, uh, I, I don't know. I just couldn't really get into it. I read the lyrics. I'm like, all right, well, this doesn't clarify anything for me. And it just seemed like you guys said, very mel- melancholy and almost relaxing. But I, I didn't I found found it more sad and depressing more than, you know, really relaxing. You know, I put on. Um, crickets or some kind of meditation music <laughs> for relaxing this this doesn't do it for me um as far as bnl i know they're a good band i know they perform good stuff i thought the music sounded pretty good um though i know nothing about music <laughs> uh so i would for me um i'd say it's pretty pretty much average but a little bit better i guess i i'm gonna go with like a 2.6 for me 
hearing aids. <laughs> 2.6 hearing aids. Because it didn't really do much for me <laughs> at all. Uh, Aaron, what about you? Oh, unlike Stefan, Blue is my default setting. So, uh, yeah, I, I like this song. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm always harping on post-page BNL that I want to hear more variety and I want to hear something different. This is a great example of what BNL 2.0 are capable of. It's a beautiful little mellow, sad ballad. Uh, I guess I can understand this kind of song wouldn't perform as well as a single, as something like, say, Bringing It Home. But... I do wish that I encountered more songs like this when I listened to Latter Day BNL. Um, I mentioned bringing it home, and I want to look oh, back and see what I gave that song, and it was a two point five, which in retrospect maybe was a little harsh. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with that song, but I guess if two point five is right down the middle, maybe that's a perfect score for it. So I like she turned away much better. How much better? I don't know if I quite put it in my best of playlist. I don't think I can give it a four, but it's right up there. It's definitely a good song. Um, I'm going to reference one of my other favorite bands. They might be Giants and say, I'll, I'll turn up my hearing aid uh, compared to, to <laughs> Stefan. I, I will give, uh, let's see. I think I'm going to award She Turned Away a very solid and supportive 3.75 hearing aids out of five. Wow, that's impressive. Ooh. Ooh. I can get down. Okay. Okay, we've got Oops. we've gone up quite a bit from there. Let's let's see where Betsy bring us brings us on this one. Well, let's see. So, I mean, I'm always a sucker for Jim's voice. <laughs> it's always very sweet and angelic and very pure. So, he's just he's a just good a great guy. guy. This will be best friends with him. <laughs> um, but this isn't on my playlist because it it's it's the variety of melancholy and sad that in my current life i don't want to be super reminded of right now <laughs> so i think it's a beautiful song uh, i'd like you know the multiple possible interpretations of it um but I think for me, it's going to be about 3.2 hearing aids. So I just, Ooh. I like it a lot. It's a beautiful song, but I don't want to listen to it on repeat. Hmm. I could have easily resonated better with me, I suppose, based off of my my life. But I just yeah. didn't, I didn't, yeah. <laughs> didn't go for it. <laughs> Heidi, what about you? So I really like this song. Yeah, I, I because the dogs. Um, I really like this song so much. Um, and it's not one that I've listened to a whole lot. I, it was really nice to kind of take a trip back into it because I did buy it when the, <laughs> the album came out as the pre. It was when I had to have everything. Like I went through that a big phase where I had to own every song ever done by in the history of every bnl blah 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 um like i have bootleg cassettes like all the things and i was really it was a really nice nice dive back into and i hadn't listened to it in a long time um and i really do like it it is not above for me i think it's similar to aaron's feelings because i like betsy i love jim i love his ethereal angelic voice i love the writing i love i really like 
a lot of elements of this song. It's not one that, again, is my jam, so to speak. Um, but I would put it up there. It, it not in the fours. I agree with Aaron mm -hmm. um, because it's not. It's still not to me BNL. Like it's just a little different. And I still live in old school BNL so much. It's hard for me to break it into the new school BNL. Um, but. I would give it a 3.9. Okay. I'm going to give it 3.9. I might change my mind 3. later. 3.9. Holy 3. smokes. Hearing aids. 3.9. What? What? 3.9. Oh, I'm sorry. The sound is dissolving. Turn up the hearing aids. Tracy. Okay, Tracy, come on. <laughs> there you go. Oh, people want to hear what I have to say. Oh, okay. No, but you're the only one left. That's the only way the podcast can Ouch. end. Ouch. <laughs> I am so glad that you don't edit Stefan because I would never show on the show. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> I like this song. I really enjoy it. It's very relaxing to me, as I had mentioned. Um, it does have one failing. And as I was thinking about it, like after you asked me, Stefan, like, is there a trouble with Tracy? The trouble with Tracy, I think, is that when it comes down to it, this song is forgettable. And I don't want I, I'm not saying that as a, a complete and utter insult like it sounds. <laughs> no. That's a real pun. Uh, <laughs> it's forgettable. I was not going for that pun, oh. believe it or not. <laughs> um, so this week, every time I tried to think of this song, mm. You Run Away mm. would come in. And because it's the same syllables and the same, and so like that's what I would start singing to is she turned away to you run away. Um, and once I heard this song again and I played it again, I would really enjoy it and I would like it and it would relax me. And within three hours, this song was gone out of my brain again. Um, uh, now that's not a bad thing. Um, because I don't think that the song is meant to be like, oh, I've captured you and grabbed you and like you're, it's going to wrap you around its finger. Um, there are certain songs like when you get a song stuck in your head, you play that, you think of that song and it wipes out the other song out of your mind. And then a really good mind wipe song like that will then erase itself from your mind as well. For example, research has shown that one of those good songs is The Girl from Ipanema. I'll play a little bit of it right here. Whereas if you play it, it. <laughs> if you have a song stuck in your head and you play the girl from Ipanema in your head, you think of the song. <laughs> we now we now owe royalties. When she passes each one, well, passes goes. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to pay royalties. Pay royalties. That was the most chaotic. AI oh man. <laughs> That was the most chaotic version of the girl from Ipanema. Like that wasn't even a round. It was, it was total chaos. 
Um, so supposedly if you, you have a song stuck in your head and you think of the song of the girl from Ipanema and you sing that in your head, it will draw out the other song out of your mind. And then within a minute, the girl from Ipanema also will exit your mind and you're no longer stuck with that thought. Um, I feel like this song is very much the same, which isn't a bad thing. Matter of fact, this is going to be my new, like, one that i think of when it comes to like i can't get this song stuck in my uh, is stuck in my head and i can't get it out i really kind of still enjoy it so i'm gonna give this song a 3.5 Ooh, ooh! i am the <laughs> hater this week someone's gotta drink that um, every week <laughs> yeah, hey, somebody's got it i don't have problems Somebody. being it so. heidi you were mentioning the fact that you bought this or maybe it was Betsy. It was one of you two. I can't remember which one was saying that you bought this album ahead of time and, and got this song as the download. Bet. Yeah, because I, I at the time I had my iPad and iTunes. Yeah. And I don't um, use iTunes so very much So I want anymore, to put but... out there, because we're right in the right time period as we're releasing this, I recommend that you go out and you pre-order Steven's new album that was dropped well the the pre-order was dropped today it drops on september 30th oh, go no. out there there's no special break? things for pre-ordering it but hopefully it didn't break who dropped it <laughs> <laughs> will will the rest of us be able to get it popping up 100 percent off the rails <laughs> It, oh my gosh okay um <laughs> um i do have a appearance this week after you've gone out and bought steven's album <laughs> on his website um i i do have an appearance for people to go and listen to uh you were mentioning earlier the steven rapping i think it was you betsy that was mentioning that um and so i wanted to share one of the wonderful ad lib raps that they do um and that's going to be our appearance they asked me how i knew your hair stuff was blue i of course replied somewhere deep inside it's stuck inside your eye so I'm here on stage tonight. I'm gonna sing a song about something that gives him fright. It's fear that fills his soul. I know that he is old King Gold. He's a merry old soul and a merry old soul and a merry old soul was he. But a merry old soul and merry old Mew went down and saw the three old. All right, I'll give you one guess as to how I know that was recorded both in Boston and many years ago. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, you're awake as Matt Smell, aren't you? I've heard that one. I mean, Matt Fella. I'm sorry. Yeah, dyslexic. <laughs> so I played the whole thing for this for these guys. Um, I will <laughs> I will say if you want to hear the whole thing, then I recommend going and listening to the Bare Naked Ladies R U S B, where you can find <laughs> it. I like those Thanks. headphones, Betsy. Those are cool. Where you can find it. Um, <laughs> uh, which is the USB version of the Bare Naked Ladies Are Me and Bare Naked Ladies Are Men albums. Um, 
so I, I've given a few hints tonight. Does anyone have any idea Twice. of what next week's song it's is? Probably the one that you referenced <laughs> earlier. That I can't. Uh, she's on time. It's probably it the song <laughs> alphabetically. Oh, well, she is clearly not referencing my ex. I say young baby birds. That's okay. Oh. <laughs> and this is why you need a woman. I said it's okay. She's okay, on this side. All right. I'm going deep hole here. <laughs> what? Oh. Was that part of the problem? She doesn't listen? Oh, goodness. <laughs> exactly. Um, so <laughs> I do have a question for Aaron and Stefan. Leave me out of this, man. Leave me out of this. Like, <laughs> I don't want to go do down you have, right, My son's foaming at the mouth right now. Because I know Betsy <laughs> and Heidi know the answer to this already. That's why oh I'm asking you two. Aaron and Stefan, do you have a guess about what next week's song will She's be about time. with the title She's on Time? E- Enid. She's on time. She is trying to catch a <laughs> tea down in Boston, but, you know, the orange line is closed down. And uh, so she's going to be late. And so now she's got to go and call an Uber. And uh, hopefully he'll pack her down front and right. she can go into work. instincts, yep. And that's that's all I got, Uber? you know. You can yeah, Uber, you can lift. That's my guess. <laughs> what about you, you Aaron? Do you have a guess? Enid is on time uh, with the coffee refill. Ah. Uh, wait a minute. Okay. All right. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, she drank coffee. Now she's she's pooping on time. She's I get regular. It. Oh no. Uh, yeah, she's regular. <laughs> oh no, he's regular. Yeah. Regular. <laughs> she takes Activia. <laughs> the funniest part was watching the light in Stefan's eyes. The fun, watching Stefan's eyes, like being like, okay, I have an opportunity here. How do I make, how do I thread the needle and make that joke? <laughs> it was, you knew where you wanted to end up, and I, was, I could see you working it out. Yeah. It was really awesome. I totally see, restructured that thing on the fly. <laughs> Heidi, get back over here and laugh. I think the best part for me was watching <laughs> everyone else's face when Stefan was like, wait, I have an idea. We're like, whoa! We, we broke yeah. Heidi. <laughs> like can i exile myself from the entire well mankind or I needed I to laugh. rethink this thing through before i say something so thank you guys very much for joining me tonight well, always a pleasure. anything for you this was fantastic thanks everyone hey say that It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
and why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.